Welcome everyone, this is Coaching in Session. My name is Michael Reardon and I will be your mindset coach today. And today we're going to be talking about the importance of surrounding yourself with people who belong in your circle. You might have heard me talk about it, you might have heard it before. The five people, maybe the ten people closest to you are going to determine the outcome of your life, regardless of your mindset, regardless of your goals and your plans and your aspirations. The people you surround yourself with play a pivotal role in who you become, in who you are, who you develop into. And though those people have some influence on you, you do have control of your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions, but it's easy to get wrapped up and wound up in everyone else's inferiority and you just follow suit. This is very common when parents are teaching their kids to be weak. Not that parents have this mindset of, I want my child to be weak. I don't think many parents have that mindset in their mind. I think many parents have a good heart and they say, I want to give my kid the best life ever, a better life than I had. They want to protect them from all the hardships and all of the issues. And so what that does is it takes the people away who seek that hardship, who are trying to make a difference. And so you might have heard parents, oh, that person is no good for you. And sometimes they're not. And we're going to get into that a little bit later. But who you surround yourself with is a choice that you have to make. We grow up, again, going to the schools that we have to go to, whether it be if we go to public schools, we have to go to the school in our district. If you have the money, you can go to private schools or Montessori schools, things along those lines. Those are going to be because of the parent. So if the parent wishes and deems it, what's going to happen is that kid is going to develop with that mindset. So if it's a Montessori school, so if it's a Catholic school, if it's a public school, they're going to have different issues, the people who are in there. Just because you put them in the best environment, it doesn't mean the people around them is going to be 100% successful, 100% great role models. Sometimes you're going to get a bad egg. I mean, even myself, you know, growing up, private schools, we had students in there who were definitely bad influences. They grew up to smoke weed and to do drugs and to do things that might not be conducive to long-term happiness. It can cause a lot of problems and even their habits growing up had a lot of problems. They were magnetized to these individuals who were just not good for them. So parents can see sometimes, but then sometimes parents, they have this idea in their head of trying to make everything perfect for their kid, whether it's them not getting hurt or it's them being around the right people. You have to lead by example. And I can almost guarantee you as a parent, there's probably people in your life that shouldn't be there. And it's difficult to get rid of some people because maybe they're family or maybe they've been longtime friends, best friends. But I will say this, people can be seasons. So you can have a season with someone who is helping you be successful, but then the path is going to fork and they might go left and you might want to go right. What do you do? Sometimes they can go left and you can go right and everything is going to work out, still going to be successful. But what happens is most of the time is people create a void and they create that distance that stops the relationship from flourishing. So we need to make sure that the people that we surround ourselves with, regardless of the distance, regardless of the mindset, they have one key point, 
And that is going to be, they want success as bad as you want success. And they want you to be successful as bad as you want them to be successful. That's going to be the key to be looking for when you're trying to find these people in your life. But easier said than done. So I wrote a blog on the importance of finding happiness and success. And it begins with who you surround yourself with. So let's take a look at that blog now. All right, everyone, if you're new to the channel, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe and to share this video and your audio to help build a community of like-minded individuals. And these individuals can very much be the people who you should be surrounding yourself with. I know my longtime listeners and new listeners who come in, they are interested in personal development. They're interested in making better of their life. Maybe they just kind of like to show format, but most people, they want to make some changes. And the way we do it here in a coaching session is through conversation, is through different knowledge and through different awarenesses that the person can partake in on their own individualized journey. Because coaching is a process that should be individualized. It cannot be summed up into a group. This is not a college level course. Of course, look out for something coming out in 2024, which will be college level course. And we will be focusing on knowledge more so than mindset. Because if you have knowledge, you are still missing part of the picture. You can know a lot of things and still be ignorant to wisdom. Wisdom can help us move so much further if we have the right people. When we look at who you surround yourself with, I want to share a story because I think this is going to be the best representation of how important it is for you to surround yourself with good people. When I was a teacher. I had maybe some of the best teachers, the best cooperating teachers, the best mentors a person can have. And so I went from someone who was beginning, maybe not that good, and eventually developed a mindset of, damn, I'm good. Maybe a little bit of arrogance, but then still full of humility. Because I understood that just because I was good, it didn't necessarily mean I was the best. I was always learning from other teachers and it was always interesting to go into another classroom with another teacher who is a seasoned teacher and I can say, oh, I got this. And it's like, is that confidence? Is that arrogance? Or is that an awareness of who you have become? And so when you surround yourself with people who can say, I got this or you got this, there's something amazing that happens. You grow at a tremendous rate. Because when you're trying to grow as a person, as an individual, you need to make sure that you have the right people to help ensure that growth is something good. When you have plants, another example, the garden, you are going to be making sure the soil is the best soil for those plants. Some plants like a lot of sand, some like more clay soil, some like rocky soil, some like a bunch of wood chips. There's just a lot to know about gardening. It's more than just putting the seed in the ground and expecting a plant to come out. Yes, sometimes that is as easy as it needs to be, but sometimes we have to do our due diligence and make sure that the soil that we have, the people, the environment is conducive to the final crop, right? The harvest. That could be a big bank account. It could be enlightenment, fulfillment, alignment, whatever you're looking for can happen because you did your due diligence and made sure everything was decent. It doesn't have to be perfect, 
but decent enough to say, you know what, this is going to lead me to more better things in my life. And I remember in the discussion early on when my wife and I were, you know, just in the dating phase still, it was almost like an agreement before we got married saying, okay, well, if we do this, you know, who do we surround ourselves with? And we need to find good mentors and good people. We even went through mentors and coaches and people because they just weren't good fit. So we would test them out. It was good in the beginning. Maybe they were good for about two or three months. And then all of a sudden, it was like this person is showing their true colors or we finally have outgrown them. So it's almost like you cannot take the whole staircase with you when you get to the top. Sometimes people are going to be a moment, as I said, a season. They might be the first staircase and then the second staircase can be a different set of people. What do you do? How do you get rid of them? How do you find them, right? There's so many questions that can be going in your mind. This blog, we talk about so many great things surrounding yourself with the right people create success. So making sure you have the right people. We talk about finding people who are in alignment with you. We talk about mentors, coaches, etc. What we need to understand is it is true. Who you surround yourself with is going to be maybe one of the most important things that you can do and ensure each and every day. You don't want to surround yourself with people who are going to belittle you, who are going to drag you down, who are not going to light you up the same way you have envisioned for them. So remember that as you grow, you need to surround yourself with people that are going to help you create success in a way that's going to create happiness and abundance. Now, this is a great blog to read. I encourage everyone to take a look at it, but now we're going to get into the nitty gritty of the conversation, talk about some key talking points and how to surround yourself with the right people to create success. So I talk about it's important to surround yourself with good, strong people. Sometimes we can surround ourselves with bad people and sometimes we can not surround ourselves with anybody at all because we don't have faith in the humanity anymore or something. So we think we're that lone warrior. We think we are that trailblazer. We think we can do it all by ourselves. However, if you want to go fast, you go alone. If you want to go far, you go together. I talk about this several times on the podcast, and it's a concept that we do have to understand. You can do great things by yourself. I mean, here in Coaching A Session, I do quite a bit. I have team members. I have people who run quite a bit of stuff for me, from editing to social media to appointment bookings. And it's because I understand that if I try to do everything by myself, I would burn out. I would not be as effective. And it's important that I understand that there's certain things that I should be putting a focus in. And then there's certain things that I shouldn't be putting a focus in. You probably heard of the concept of mastermind groups. I know some coaches that I've had on here in coaching in session, they said, oh, I'm starting a mastermind group if you want to join. It's $25, $50 a month or whatever. And you surround yourself with people who are maybe like-minded in the sense that they want to grow. In these mastermind groups, you do have to make sure that is a good fit. It's not just, okay, I got four people, boom, you're in a group. You do have to make sure that there's a hierarchy in the group where you have someone who's maybe a little bit more ambitious, someone who's good with numbers, someone who's maybe good with marketing. So everyone can learn from each other, and then that's going to be a beneficial relationship. Sometimes you can be in a relationship where you see someone doing really well, and you want them to be a coach for you, a mentor for you, and what typically tends to happen is 
it's a one-sided type of relationship. And eventually those types of relationships dissipate naturally. And it's because the other person's not getting something too. You have to find value in your relationships, friendships, family. So there's a lot to understand about who you surround yourself with. But I do want to give you some key points and how to find those people. You can go to these mastermind groups. You can go to places like Toastmasters, Chamber of Commerce. You can go to local volunteer events and you can find people who are doing great things in their life. I have tried, I have did many different things. And I will say the people who I find are through my coaching and through my interviews on the podcast. That's the best way I have found to meet people who have similar mindsets. Because in that interview where I'm speaking with them, it might be a 30-minute interview. Heck, some interviews have been over an hour. What I can tell you is the more you get to know somebody, you're like, I don't mind having this person in my life, in my corner, in my circle. What I do with that is I just keep them in my pocket. I go, okay, you know, this person is cool. Then eventually later on, I do a little test with them to see if it is truly a good fit. Because anyone can say, oh, you know, I want you to do well and be well. But the moment you need some assistance or some help, they're not there. But yet, maybe these same people are asking of favors, of contacts, and they're asking a lot of you. And it might not seem like a lot to, you know, ask someone for a referral and things like that, but it does take time. It does take effort. It does take a consciousness. So we do need people who are not going to just slow us down. Think of if you're driving on the highway and maybe you're going 65 miles an hour and then the car is in the middle lane and they're going 40 miles an hour. Now, of course, in time, since you're going faster than them, you are going to pass them. But just as you're about to pass them, they turn on their signal light on. Maybe they don't even turn on their signal light on and they come into your lane. Now they're going 40, 45 miles an hour and you are going 65. You are going to hit them if you don't slam on your brakes, maybe even beep your horn. What happened is you slowed down because someone else was going at a lower pace. Can you go 45 miles and still go where you need to go? Yes, you can get anywhere you need to go on 45 miles an hour. But how fast do you want to get to those locations? That is an aspect too. There is a notion or a mindset or a way of thinking. I want you to think about this as how long is it going to take to cultivate a person that has not built themselves up? Let's use the gym as an example. I like using the gym as an example. It's almost like black and white, right? It's just very easy to understand. I can even use partners in a business, law firms, et cetera. Let's do fitness first. Fitness, you might have someone who you want to do a 5K group race with or something like that, right? Or a group race together. And so you want to find someone who's going to be at the same level as you or very close to you. And it doesn't matter if you're ahead or they're ahead, right? You will push each other to push yourself to the next level. I remember my brother and I, we did a zombie race together. And sure enough, in the zombie apocalypse, you have to be in a group for survival. Doing it by yourself can be effective to some degree. But when you have more people, it's just like camping. It becomes easier. Yes, you have more mouths to feed. You have to get more firewood. Maybe more provisions need to be set up. But it is night and day difference. I remember I went to a two-week road trip in New England with just me and my dog. 
I'm well-versed in camping, exploring, hiking, so it was going to be a walk in the park for me. I could have did it by myself, but when I added my dog to the mix, she was nine months old, trained, but it was still an aspect that I had to learn, where it's like I'm doing this myself and I have to carry my dog. Yes, my dog guarded me when I was sleeping, I'm sure. She's listening out. So we were taking turns. I have to feed her. She's protecting me, even though I didn't really need protecting. So there's just different aspects to that. Going back to that race with my brother, there was times when I was just tired and like I think I hurt my leg because I like jumped wrong. And so I'm slowing him down, but yet he's there with me. Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. And so we get to the end and we make it. We survive. It's a great story because we were similar in our physical condition, but then we do have to look at what if we weren't. Let's say I was overweight and we didn't train for the race and let's say we didn't do what we needed to do. So I'm really, you know, slow. I'm holding him back. The zombies are getting our flags because it's like flag football. The zombies are trying to get your flags and the flags are lives. You get three. That's basically what was happening. So we trained so we were going to survive, but we trained so we can also keep up with each other. And that's who you want to surround yourself with. You want people who might be a little bit ahead of you. You want people who might be a lot ahead of you, but they're still building themselves up. And they don't mind helping people up, especially if it's in the same direction that they're going. Because my brother and I had the same finish line. And we were, as I said, going in the same direction. And we had the same fitness levels. So if you can find someone with a strong mindset who wants success, who wants abundance, they might not have the knowledge or the wisdom, which is going to be the physical fitness compared to the race that I was talking about. That is going to be, okay, they have the key components to reach my level. How long is it going to take them? And it's going to be a lot sooner for them because they have a guide, they have a coach, they have a mentor that has already done it before. If someone has done something in their life before, has maybe painted a house, power washed a driveway, you have some knowledge and some wisdom from that experience. And now you're able to do it more quickly. However, if I was to do it, I'm going to have to go through a bunch of learning curves because I never did it before. But I can use the knowledge and the wisdom that you have, and I can get to where you are a lot sooner. So we do need to make sure that the people we surround ourselves with have that key component of wanting to succeed as much as we want to succeed. And they also have to have that component of wanting you to succeed. And then you have to have that same type of mentality for them. What I notice with people is they want to see you succeed, but the moment they see you succeed is almost like, hey, you're going too far. Hey, you changed. Hey, you're different. Hey, you you know, like they're putting off the blame onto you because you are ahead of them now. And instinctually, as people, we don't like to see people ahead of us because then it can show our own inadequacy, our inferiority, because we do want to be people who are part of the pack. We do want to be accepted in the group. And if the group can adhere to a certain level, certain standard, then everyone in the group is going to live in harmony. Why do you think that The people that you were in high school with, you probably don't vibe with them anymore. Not only because you were going a different path, but because you learned that the outcome in your life, the one that you want is different than what the group had for yourself. Because that group that you grew up with, 
they might have great aspirations, but your aspirations might be crazy to the point where they might start to say, like, you'll never get to that dream. You'll never reach that. You'll never be that successful. Just accept what you get. Just be happy with your nine to five and, you know, just settle down. And settling is maybe one of the worst things you can do in life. You want to find people who are not going to settle. You want people who are going to challenge you, challenge themselves continually and constantly, that they're not going to just find a little pocket of comfort. Because as humans, we are wired to seek, find, and cherish comfort. Our comfort zone is the place where dreams go and die. Yes, it's comfortable. Yes, it feels okay. But long term, it does not give you what you truly want, what you are ambitious for. Everyone has goals and lofty dreams, and they have all of these visions of what they would like to accomplish in their life but yet their actions do not match the levels of ambition that they put forth in their day. So if people are not being ambitious, if people are not doing what they need to do every single day, then those people do not belong in your circle. You want to find and surround yourself with people who are going to be ambitious. And it might be a building process, right? Maybe you find people who are almost there, but they're not quite there. You might find people who are already there and they fall off. Regardless, you have to make a choice. Do you want to get rid of the people who have fallen off, help them back up? Or do you want to just keep people who are just always in the race? I will say that sometimes people are going to fall off and you do have to be there to support them. Even though the mind is screaming, get rid of this person, they're dead weight. You should know if this person has truly given up. Sometimes a life experience can alter a person's mindset and it can cause them to take a more subtle approach to what they were doing before. But it's our duty to, again, help the people in our group, help the people we surround ourselves with. And I mean, as you grow, you have different mindsets. As you grow, you have different seasons. You know, who you were at 16 is different than who you are at 25. You might have a career now. And the people you surround yourself with are going to be in accountants and in business professionals. And you might really enjoy that environment. But yet, maybe you don't enjoy that environment and you want to surround yourself with people who are more grounded. So you go to yoga class after business and, you know, you work your nine to five doing, you know, your business finance, your accounting, your management, whatever. But then you spend the majority of your time and your weekend in yoga classes speaking to other people with like-minded. You do retreats with them and that can be your circle. Just because they're your circle, it doesn't mean you have to give up your job. It doesn't mean you have to do something different. It doesn't mean that they have to be pushing you to be the best yoga person ever. It's just people who you surround yourself with who make your life a bit more happier, who embellish your happiness. And when you have that energy, when you have that ambition, you end up becoming more successful because you have that drive. For the people who don't have the drive, if they don't have the determination, if they don't have the understanding that there can be more, because they are seeing people doing more, because who they surround themselves with is just comfort, and they surround themselves with just people who are just doing whatever is regular, then of course, you're going to have that regular life too. But I'm talking about when you surround yourself with people, you can create a whole new level. What does that level mean for you? As I said, surrounding yourself with the right people creates success. It's going to depend on who you choose to have in your life. I like to think of it as if you are on this desert island, who do you want to be on that island with you? Maybe you want a carpenter to help build a boat. Maybe you want someone who can grow food or 
fish. Maybe you want someone who can cook really well. Maybe you want someone who can keep you safe, build huts, weapons. You want people who are going to help you survive. But then it's not just about surviving. It's also about thriving. So I encourage everyone to read this blog, surrounding yourself with the right people, because that will create success in your life. So it can be easier said than done to find the right people in your life because you might think, oh, you know, I'm trying to do this and you are going to find that there's a lot of hiccups. There's going to be different mindsets. We have a divide in the world right now through culture, country, religion. I mean, you name it, it can cause a divide. So there's people who are pitted against people through mindsets and ideologies, especially when it it becomes political. There is a discrepancy in people wanting to see people do well because they think, since you're different and you have different views to me, you're my enemy. However, just because someone has a different view doesn't necessarily mean that they're your enemy. It doesn't mean that they don't want to see you succeed. I want to see everyone that I work with and people I don't work with succeed and do well. But the way I do that is through coaching, through the podcast, through my blogs, my writing, just giving the best content I can to tell each individual that you can change your life, but you need to know how to do it. So you have to surround yourself with people. You have to get mentors, coaches, guys that have gone the way in front of you. And they might be a season. I might be a season for you. You might listen to the podcast, a couple hundred episodes, and then you might say, I got what I needed from Michael. And then you move on to another podcast and you get a little bit more. It's about the flakes of gold you find in the river. Eventually, you can smelt it all together and you can get a gold bar. Some people think that those flakes are going to be worthless, right? But it's the little nuggets that equate to great wealth later on in life. Everyone wants quick. Everyone wants fast. But you want to make sure that if you can build a team, if you can build a mindset that is built on long-term happiness, long-term success, that's going to be a better situation for you long-term. So surround yourself with people who are going to create that situation for you, who are going to embellish that situation for you, and who are going to push you as much as you need to be pushed, and you are also going to encourage them as much as they need to be encouraged. It can be easy for you to say, if you're my friend, you wouldn't do this, or if you love me, you wouldn't say that. Well, sometimes tough love is necessary. Sometimes a harsh hand is going to be necessary because if you know anything about the human mind, negativity can move great mountains. So we don't need negativity at all points in our life, but sometimes constructive criticism is going to be something we need. So don't surround yourself with people who suck up to you. Don't surround yourself with people who don't bring anything to the table. When you go to a potluck, everyone brings a dish and some people might cook better. Some people might bake better. At the end of the day, you get a meal. So you want to find people who you can sit at your table and have a meal together. And it's something that you can say, I brought one piece of the puzzle, but we all came together and we created something. And that is what success is. You have a creation after creation and it builds on that. So learn how to build, learn how to grow, learn how to surround yourself with the people who you need learn also aspects to get rid of the people you don't need. And this is something that I help with many clients because they don't understand sometimes the first step or they don't understand that if people are truly not good for them, it's because they have a friendship, they have a love, they have an aspiration for this bond. And sometimes it takes a coach, it takes a mentor to say this person is no good for you. 
So if you are stuck because of people, if you're stuck because you're afraid to relinquish relationships, head over to reverendconcepts.com, book a consultation, and we can begin to dive into the relationships that you have in your life. And I think that's going to be maybe a wonderful step for you to start to grow and become that success you're looking for. So learn how to find those relationships, cultivate those relationships, and build the success and happiness that you want in your life today. My name is Michael Reardon. I'm a mindset coach. If you have any questions, you can email me coachingincession at gmail.com. And I will see everyone on the next episode of Coaching in Session. Until then, everyone take care.